Welcome to the Intuitive Therapist Podcast with Janice R. Cohen, therapist, clairvoyant, empath, and medium. Listen in as she takes a no-nonsense deep dive into real human struggles and how to resolve them. Janice will share channeled information from her spirit guide team, as well as the angels and archangels, to help you master your emotional, physical, financial, and spiritual destiny. And now, Janice R. Cohen. Hey y'all, this is Janice Cohen, the Intuitive Therapist here on the Intuitive Therapist Podcast. One of the quickest ways to crush your own dreams is to run them by somebody else. I wonder if you've ever shared your dreams and visions with someone in your life, and they scoffed at you, even laughed in your face, or better yet, straight out told you that you are a fool for even thinking you could do such a thing or succeed. They basically shit all over your idea, and your momentum got buried underneath the dung, and you either abandon your idea entirely, or you gave a half-hearted attempt attempt to bring it about while it was smothered in the stink of the other person's doubt. Have you ever experienced that? As adults, most of us can handle the this kind of response. I mean, if we remember who we're dealing with, right, when we when we share what we share, then we know what the typical responses are that they give. So we can more likely brace ourselves for their for their poo-pooing of whatever it is we share. But when this happens to a child, someone who isn't as insightful, then this can truly alter who they are and determine um how confident they become to chase their dreams as they grow into an adult. And over the past 30 years of being a therapist, most of my clients have encountered people they know, often family members and friends, who tend not to support their ideas and perspectives. And despite the fact that my clients really want to achieve their dreams, they fall prey to somebody else's opinion and they let it influence their next steps, and especially their faith in their ability to bring their dreams to life. When clients come to me with struggles to get along with or develop supportive relationships with the people who matter in their lives, I teach them this one simple process and it changes the game 100% of the time. But before I share this process with you, I want to dive deeper into why people shit all over your dreams and what their motivation really is when they do it. You see, we all have limiting beliefs, beliefs that hold us back because we've thought something over and over and over again, and we've considered it to be completely true. I've talked about this before, and to this day, I still do work around my limiting beliefs when challenges come up in my life. I do this work almost every day because there's something that comes up that says, "Mm, Janice, I don't know about that. I don't know if you could do that, or I wouldn't try that, and I have to do my surgery on it. I constantly have to check myself and reality test the truth of what I think and believe. I wasn't taught that. I had to learn that. But once I did, I made the process a very conscious, intentional process. And most of the time, I do a really good job identifying the deep-rooted belief and then find success proving that it isn't true by simply asking myself this one question. Is this belief about X, whatever it is I'm believing that's holding me back, like I'm not going to succeed or whatever I put out 
in terms of content isn't going to be good enough or blah, 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 blah. Is that 100% true all the time, ultimately? And when I ask myself that question, it gives me the opportunity to step back, you know, panning back like the camera pans back in a film where it focuses solely on one character and everything in the back fades away. And then I get to see the belief from a wider angle. And from that place, I can consider that the narrow belief that I have, right, that doesn't serve me, it doesn't encompass the entire truth of who I am because I am not those negative beliefs and thoughts. And neither are you. You see, beliefs, the limiting ones, will always, always, always come down to a truth you believe about yourself. They are never about anything or anyone else. That's why they limit us. We might believe that we, when we, you know, if we fail, when we try something new or that we aren't good enough to be loved, right? Or that we aren't expert enough to teach others something, or we aren't a good writer because we haven't been taught how to write. Or we aren't smart enough to finish school because maybe we just didn't or we struggled with learning disabilities or our family life required that we quit school to work and support the family. Doesn't equate with the fact that you're not smart enough. Or maybe the limiting belief is I won't ever be better than my parents. Limiting beliefs are everywhere and they're a cancer to us. They're cancer to you. They are lethal. They're toxic. And if you buy into them hook, line, and sinker, you're screwed. That is what I had to learn. Limiting beliefs really are just simply things that we assume to be true, right? We tend to assume that what we think and believe are the absolute truth because, well, either people in our lives have conditioned us to believe those things from a very young age where we didn't know any better, we didn't have any kind of disinfectant when we were younger to prevent us from taking on the limiting beliefs of the people that came before us, right? Or we've convinced ourselves over time that based on our experiences, limiting beliefs are true because we've experienced things in our life that have reinforced those beliefs, right? It's kind of like you're in a bind, nature versus nurture. It's like a trap that we don't even think that we can think ourselves out of. We don't even consider the possibility of being able to think ourselves out of the thinking that hurts us. Think of it this way. If you can believe something negative about yourself, then you can believe something positive about yourself. I'm really serious. I know that sounds airy-fairy and woo-woo, but this shit's for real. You can change what you choose to believe. I talk about beliefs a lot in my podcast and a lot with my clients because the whole premise of who we believe we are is based on a foundation of beliefs that we have, right? Just thoughts and ideas, not ultimate truths. And those limiting beliefs that make us feel bad, resourceless, helpless, well, those beliefs are definitely not true. But you can make yourself believe anything if you choose to buy into it literally anything. You could believe yourself into being the most amazing human being ever, or the most 
amazing person who does what you do for a living. You could believe yourself into that and in doing so, call that truth in. There's a saying that it takes just as many muscles in your face to smile as it does to frown. So hell, I'm going to choose to smile, wouldn't you? I mean, even that act of smiling changes how you feel. Go ahead and try it if you don't believe me. I promise you, I want you to think of something that brings you joy. Anything, anything, a pet, a child, a fond memory with friends, a yummy meal. And I want you to smile as if you're living in that moment. But right now, feels pretty good, doesn't it? Well, that's how easy it is to change and adopt a new belief. A millisecond to allow some other idea or thought to help you shift focus and emotional state. Many people don't believe me when I tell them this, and they're choosing to doubt this belief that I have that I consider to be true. I'm cool with that. As long as I believe it, and as long as it works for me, I'm good. But when they put on a true smile, just like you did, when you think about all of those yummy things that you thought about, they begin, just like you do, to notice a change in your well-being. So the next time you feel bogged down by anything in your life, if you feel crappy in a resourceless state, I want you to stop. I want you to breathe into a happy memory. Go back and really feel all aspects of it. And then allow yourself to smile. You'll see what I mean. And if you feel any resistance to doing this, then there's some belief underneath that that you got to work through where you don't allow yourself to be happy again. I constantly address limiting beliefs because I want you to tattoo it in your mind that you are more powerful than you believe you are to change the quality of your life. And you are more equipped than you know to consciously choose what you think and believe so that you put yourself in the very best position possible to achieve your dreams. Now, when it comes to other people and shitting all over your dreams, guess where that comes from? Yep, you guessed it, their limiting beliefs. You see, when people attempt to trash our hopes and dreams, they do it from a very emotionally immature place. They don't realize that because they have their own limiting beliefs about themselves and their capabilities that they can't support you in your uh, limitless beliefs about what's possible for you. And I've said this before, if you can dream it, then you can live it. You can become it. It already exists if that idea in your heart is there. And truth is, these people who shit all over you, they're not very happy people, right? The other reason why people shit all over your dreams and discourage you, other than their own limited view about life, and their ability to succeed in it, is that they're afraid of who you will become when you achieve your dream. That's the title of today, right? Why people don't support you, it's because of this one thing. They're afraid of who you're gonna become when you achieve your dream. They won't know what to do with you. They won't know how to act with you. And their sense of inferiority will start to moan really loudly. That's why they keep it down. That's why they shit all over your dreams. 
That's why they discourage you. That's why they plant seeds of doubt. That's why they say, you don't really want that, do you? You, you know, that's, that's, it's a lot of risk. I don't know that I would do that. And all of a sudden, like, it starts to chip away because there was some space in you that allowed it to chip away. When you are so certain of what you're going to accomplish, and even if you do share with people in your life who attempt to, to uh, knock you off your certainty, there's no way they can unless you have space for doubt. These people try to stop us in our tracks and they tell us all the reasons why our brilliant idea won't work or why we shouldn't try because we've never succeeded before, there isn't enough money to do it, or the myriad reasons outside of these that they attempt to use to rationalize their attempts to keep you small and downtrodden. Now, when my clients come to me with this kind of conundrum, here's what I teach them to do. Remember, I promised a strategy. It's simple, but incredibly profound. It involves two pieces. One, you need to get clear on what you know about the people in your life. Two, you need to consciously choose how you interact with them and what you disclose. I'm going to explain this a little bit further. So the goal of this technique, which I call you know what you know about who you know, is to get your wisdom front and center always. And keep it there all of the time when you interact with these people. If you have people in your life that poop all over your ideas and dreams and even opinions and perspectives, here's what I want you to do. Really simple. One, right now, or maybe even after this, I want you to take a piece of paper, one piece of paper for every person that you interact with on a, on a regular basis where there's tense, tension, uh, where it's not good, where you feel they're critical, discouraging, uh, whatever it is, where, where the relationship is difficult. Next, I want you to write their name down on each of the pieces of paper. And then I want you to write the top five qualities and characteristics that they present often to you. This can include both positive and negative aspects, okay? For example, let's say you're dealing with your mother on a regular basis and the relationship isn't the greatest or maybe it's not even good at all, but you're still in contact with your mom. So maybe you might write critical, condescending, makes me feel guilty, rejects my opinions, but always calls me each week to stay in touch. You see, there was a mixture. Another example, let's say you have a friend named Betty. Okay, here are the qualities and characteristics of Betty. She gaslights, she gossips, she competes, but she's fun to go out with and party. Okay, so you get where I'm going with this, right? Just write down what you encounter all the time. And you don't have to include a positive. You can. You want to write five negative things just to make sure you're real clear about who this person is? Do it. This list is up to you. But you got to remember all of this when you uh, encounter the person. So the whole point is to get really clear on how these people show up on a regular basis so you don't forget who you're dealing with. And then you can be strategic about how you involve them in your life and how close you keep them to your private affairs. Is this making sense? If need be, keep these few aspects of them on a sticky note. 
near your computer, near your phone, near wherever it is that you tend to have contact with them, right? Um, and you can even uh, send a pop-up reminder on your phone if that person calls and it pops up and there's your list. So you don't forget who you're dealing with, right? It, need, it can serve as a reminder to remind you, hey, you know, this person isn't going to hold your hand, isn't going to hold space, uh, temper your expectations, right? And, uh, and deal with them short and sweet, okay? And the second step that I talked about is to be mindful once you're clear about who you're dealing with, to be mindful about what you share. Family members can be tough to do this with because we want to have good relationships with them. And we believe that we're supposed to be supported and trusted by our family members. And that's really, that's how it should be, right? It's not always the case for a lot of people. And unfortunately, there are many, many, many people out there with immature parents, jealous siblings, and angry family members who cannot step away from their own misery to show loving kindness, compassion, and hold space. It's true for a lot, a lot of people. But we all want that to be different. We all want that connection. We all want that support. And we keep trying and trying and trying, and uh, it just doesn't change. So what ends up happening is you end up getting hurt, and you end up getting slapped, and figuratively, and you end up getting pushback, and all of these things. And you're like, I don't understand why this keeps happening. Well, it keeps happening because you allow it. It keeps happening because you keep forgetting who you're dealing with and instead you're focusing on who you wish they were. And so you act on who you wish they were versus who they really are. And once you act on who they really are, then you are, are ready to temper who you are in relation to them. Okay? So it's up to you to know who you're dealing with and how you stay connected to, to them to protect yourself. And if you have a dream that you're excited about bringing to life, make sure you find someone who will support you, who will guide you about how you can achieve it. I urge you to be very selective about who you tell your secrets, ideas, and dreams to because most people tend to be stuck in their own sense of perceived inca uh, incapability and inadequacy. And they're going to respond from there to you when, uh, when you show up with an idea that will, in essence, take you out of the trailer park of beliefs that they live in. Okay? We all want to get out of that trailer park of beliefs. There might be many people along your path throughout your lifetime that won't support you. Live your life anyway. Dream big. I want you to dream big, and I want you to do whatever it takes to bring your soul's desires to life. Let people stay in their shitty black holes of limiting beliefs and don't try to prove anything to anyone. You don't need to. As a little girl in the movie, the help was taught to recite by her maid. I want you to recite this too. She said it in a particular way, but I'm going to change the wording a little bit. You are kind. You are smart. You are important. And let me suggest that you add this to it or even anything else that you want to add this, so that you can recite this every day in the mirror. You're worthy of every dream that lives inside your heart. I hope you found today's episode helpful. I also want to remind those ladies out there 
who are really ready to step into this next level version of yourself. I am so excited to offer this program. I haven't decided on a date yet. It will either be in late August or beginning of September. Um, I am so excited for the people that have already signed up. And um, if you're done struggling, feeling like you're not living on your purpose, where you're not in true alignment with who you are, where you're not literally living from the state of your dreams every day, come join me. Please come help me help you live in the state of your dreams. This program is, is going to be great. Uh, it's a pilot program. So anybody who joins, is you're going to be founding members, which is a very, very cool, cool place to, uh, to be. Um, so, hey, if you're interested, ladies, hop on my website, download the free report that I have, the five pillars that will revolutionize your life. And that will get you on the mailing list. And you're going to get such incredible updates, new information, and uh, heads up about when the program starts so you can register and, uh, and attend all these sessions with amazing bonuses and all sorts of good stuff. And God willing, it will help you change your life just as I have been able to help change my life and other people's lives too. So don't let anybody shit on your dreams. Live from the state of your dreams. I wish you a blessed day, a wonderful week, and as always, live intuitively. Thanks for listening to The Intuitive Therapist. If you like what you heard, the best compliment you can give us is to share this podcast with a friend and be sure to give us some stars and a favorable review at Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen in.